You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know that they have the, as you guys were saying, the the spot in the lineup to just hand somebody a chance to to play. Like if there was a weakness in the outfield where they're like, all right, let's just let this guy in AAA play for a week or two and see if that's going to do anything for us. If that was the case, then I then I think uh, PCA would be the guy to come up. Uh, his... Um, his timetable to be added to the 40 man is he doesn't have to be added this winter. Um, so there could be some thought to, well, let's let him play half a season in triple a, uh, you know, do, do we want to mess with the service time? Is he definitely an opening day guy for us? They don't have to do it. Whereas a lot of t- teams you'll see the, uh, at this juncture, they have to add the guy to the 40 man to not lose him um, this winter. And so they'll just bring him up now, add him a little earlier and give him a chance to play. Um, Tanara, I believe was already on the 40 man. Um, so that's a little bit of a consideration is you know, maybe the back of the 40 men, they're looking to hold on to some players. Um, and also if, if PCA isn't an opening day guy, then there's no reason to call him up now and start that clock, lose a spot, make him think that maybe he has an opening day spot. Like that, that that's one of those things that like they internally, they definitely have a very specific idea on the kind of player the PCA is though, is I, he still, I think chases a little too much out of the zone, but has made an improvement in that area. And other than that, He's got everything you're looking for. Maybe not the sort of size and upside of Ellie De La Cruz, um, but he's got a chance to be a plus defender in center field, a plus runner. Uh, he has plus bat to ball skills, and now he's getting to what could be 20 home run power. Uh, and so if he can dial in that chase, if he's not, you know, going after that slider off the plate, then he's going to get to all that stuff and he's going to be, you know, potential all-star. Like there's a chance all that stuff could come together. He could be that kind of guy. And even if it doesn't, he'll, he might be a guy that hits, you know, 250 with 15 homers and plays plus defense. Is still like a good everyday player at like the lower end of everyday. And Canario, as I said earlier, is like a little more of either a low-end starter or good platoon sort of bench bat, extra guy to have around on a good team. So I think if they were looking for short-term impact, I think PCA would be the option because of the base running and defense and sort of late late game uh, um, insert as a you know defender, like that kind of thing, like he would have a little bit more of an instant impact. So I'm thinking their big picture plan for him is probably not uh, to be up right now in the playoffs, opening day starter, all that kind of stuff. Kylie, uh, we'll get back to the Cubs in a second. Uh, we, we definitely need to give White Sox fans some good news. They're dying for it this season, and we're going to do that right now because one of the few bright spots uh, that Sox fans can look at uh, in the minor leagues, uh, and number two on your pros- most recent uh, prospect list uh, from a week or so ago, uh, Colson Montgomery. I know Sox fans have heard his name. He was their first-round pick a few years back, but uh, you are very high on him, and I know a lot of uh, Sox fans are excited to eventually see him, and uh, I wanted to see if, if you think that is going to be next year. It probably should be. Every team is a little bit different when it comes to how quickly they want to push guys and how they want to approach the service time stuff. He's only played 25 games, or sorry, played 25 games this year, 14 last year. So he's played uh, 39 total games in Double A. So while there's a possibility you could call him up right now and he'd be good, there's no like guarantee that he would be that. 
And so if you told me next year it's going to be start the year in double A, if after a month or two he's hot, you put him in triple A, and then maybe end of the year next year you bring him up to set him up for uh, 2025 rookie year run, um, then I think that's probably the most reasonable thing. But when you're talking about guys with this kind of ability, you also can call them up after 20 games in double A. So like you could certainly conceive of doing that now or doing an opening day thing next year. And it's really just how do they think how, – how set do they think he is between the ears? He had a late start to the season. Do you really want to take him from – starting the season in the middle of the year in the complex league and then working his way through a ball and double a and then putting him in the big league. That's, that's pretty quick. Um, but the, the sort of upside is he's probably not a shortstop, but he was like a division one point guard recruit as at six foot three uh, at a high school in Indiana. Um, and while he is not Corey Seager, like physically and the offensive upside are like that, he will probably not be a big league shortstop, although he's currently playing there and can catch and throw the ball. I don't think the range is quite there. But if you look at a guy with a chance to be, say, 275, good walk rate, 25, maybe 30 homers, plays third base, left-hand hitter, physical, big athletic kid, um, there's a lot of stuff here. And I have number two in baseball. I think even, like, the lowest opinion of him is maybe 15 or 20 in baseball. Like, there's a bit of a, a range there behind Jackson Holiday, but he's certainly in that range of guys that he said, who in the minor leagues has a chance to be a perennial all-star? He's on that list, and there's not many guys on that list. Should Cub fans, should us in the in the media, did you see Jordan Wicks coming or has he surprised everyone? Uh, well, he's a specific kind of guy that uh, yeah, I mentioned with Canario, like sometimes that kind of player comes up, hits two home runs in their first eight at-bats and gets a chance and can kind of catch fire and then later kind of settles into the kind of guy that I think they'll be. Uh, Wicks is a guy that is a sort of command change-up uh, lefty uh, that it was either going to come up and be nibbling and get hit around and have to sort of go back to the drawing board AAA, or he's going to come up and guys are swinging and missing at the changeup and everything's working. Like Andrew Abbott with Cincinnati was another guy like this, where he's not really a plus pitch. I would argue Wick's changeup is plus, and you could argue on the right day his command is plus. So sometimes that kind of guy comes up, and if they have the right approach, uh, which it looks like Wicks has, uh, then you can immediately hit the ground running and just sort of be one of these steady, you know, big league starters for, you know, maybe 10, 15 years. And sometimes they come up, they get hit around. Eventually they just turn out to be a, you know, back in sort of long relief kind of guy and just kind of float around. It never really works. And having worked in front offices, I mean, I, I was in Atlanta when we had this group of young pitchers and we just thought we had, you know, these 10 guys, uh, we know there's going to be at least five or six good big league starters. And we had no idea the Tuki Toussaint, Mike Soroka, Bryce Wilson, all these guys, that we thought would be really good or actually just okay or get hurt or end up being relievers or whatever. And so you kind of never really know until you throw them in the deep end and see what happens. And so far it seems like Wicks is uh, keeping his head above water in the deep end. Okay. Well, we'll just be excited about it because it's a season they never really expected from the Cubs. And, and all of a sudden he comes up and he does something that brings up, brings up historic names in Cubs history that I'll review in just a moment. But Kylie, appreciate your time. Thanks for your insight. It was great to great to hear whatever the future might be, whoever we're looking at and coming up and and tempering some of our feelings because we thought we were getting a whole bunch of Mike Trouts. And I, <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, maybe not, but, you know, be optimistic. It's better than that. All right. All right. I'll choose happiness. You know, Jimmy Buffett taught me that. There you go. Choose fun. I choose fun. Kylie, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Yep, have a good one. Kylie McDaniel, ESPN.com, talking baseball there. And and I do this is this is right in your wheelhouse, Espo. Ready. Chris Kamka, the Sultan of Stats, yep. NBC Sports Chicago. Tweeted this out. 
this big piece of information. Jordan Wicks, right? Mm-hmm. Two starts, two wins. Yep. The last Cub to get a win in each of his first two MLB games was... Who? Pryor? Mark Pichotta. What? <laughs> <laughs> I had the first name right. In 1997. Mark Pichotta. Now, both of those came in relief. Wait, I, I can't even picture him. This question's going to get better. Who would be the last Cub to get wins in both of his first two starts? So it's obviously not Mark Pryor. No, but I'll tell you what, because I know this won't help you. I'll give you this clue. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also in 1977, like Mark Pichotta. 1977, his first two Cubs starts. Were wins, just like Jordan Wicks. I'm going to guess random 70s Cubs pitcher Ray Burris. No, this was, I told you it was, I told you it was 1997. Oh, you said, I thought you said 77. No, I said 96. Mark Pichotta was like three. I thought you said 77. That's my bad. Okay, 97. I'll give you another. 1997, first uh, two starts were victories for the Cubs. I got nothing. You have no chance. Jeremy Gonzalez. <laughs> Jeremy Gonzalez. I and remember Mark him. Pichotta, that is the royalty with whom Jordan Wicks walks. Jeremy with a G. That's, yeah. I remember, I, I, I do remember him. I, I started covering uh-huh. games for the Cubs in 98. He was still around there, but yeah. Jeremy Gonzalez. Okay, we're going to take a break wow. and we'll... We'll deal with a Wrigley legend you've heard of. That's good. I did say 77. I thought I said 97. Well, I said 97 for Mark Bershota. It couldn't be 77. All right. Whatever. I'll just, we'll just make stuff up, and we've destroyed the tape. <laughs> we've done that. Yeah. So we'll take a break. When we come back, eventually we will lead up to Gabe Ramirez. We'll be in here, and we'll be doing transition. But I have a really a Wrigley legend story about Jimmy Buffett. I think it's terrific. And we're going to we're going to quiz Mike Esposito on you know, Mike and Stacy sitting in a tree. K I S S I N. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at 4. Doncic. The step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And we will do all of that after this. Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Cheeseburgers in paradise! Steve Rosenblum. Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Got to admit my carnivorous habit. Made it nearly 70 days. Losing weight without speed eating sunflower seed. Drinking lots of carrots and soaking up a rain. I have these wonderful dreams. Some kind of sensuous dream. Yes, cheeseburger. Anytime you have a cheeseburger, it's paradise. And I love the song about getting off all the healthy foods and getting you a cheeseburger because you're in paradise. So Wrigley legend Jimmy Buffett passed away on Friday. He was 76. Uh, he had he was the first rock, pop, whatever, first major act to play Wrigley Field. That started everything. That was in 2005 to do two concerts. I was there for the first one, thanks to my divorce lawyer, Jim Rubens. That's what divorce lawyers do. And if you're a really good divorce lawyer, you know what you offer your clients? Jimmy Buffett tickets? Well, that's good, but (laughs) save the date cards so that your client can walk around a bar and go, hey, hey, girls. Hey, ladies. Here's a save the date card. There's there's a turn on for you. My divorce becomes official. <laughs> All right, anyways, we go. I'm not wearing a coconut bra or a grass skirt. It was really, it was terrific. So he'd also, Jimmy Buffett in 1984, s- sang the national anthem before the Cubs-Padres playoff series because Steve Goodman, who was scheduled to do it, passed away, and they were buddies. And so he's a Wrigley legend. I love this story. I mean, you always, when you hear about legends, you always, people you like, you always want your legends to be legends. Yep. Sure. This comes from John Varon. This is on the Twitter machine. His Twitter handle is, I better be funny. (laughs) Anyways, quick story about Jimmy Buffett, he says. I worked at the New Orleans Margaritaville in college up until I graduated in 2006. It was a good job, busy and with generally good tips, especially on festival weekends, and New Orleans had a lot of those. When my friends and I evacuated Katrina, we didn't think we'd be gone from the city for months or that we'd lose most of our belongings permanently. We packed light, like for a weekend away. In the week after, it became clear we wouldn't be going home anytime soon. I ended up in Austin, Texas with the clothes on my back and little else. 
For the next three months, I called FEMA every day to try to get some relief money so I could replace what I lost. But you know who didn't make me wait three months? Jimmy Buffett. Margarita cut all of us $3,000 checks immediately after the storm. No questions asked. That money saved lives. They also let employees know that if any of us could get to any other Margaritaville, there was a job waiting for us. Some friends went to Orlando. In Orlando, they were set up with clothes, all margarita merch, but it was better than nothing. A job and housing. They even comped their meals when they ate at the restaurant. In October, the New Orleans Margaritaville reopened. With little fanfare, Jimmy played a solo acoustic show in the bar to help bring people in. Jimmy Buffett showed up for us when we needed it. He took care of me and my friends. I'll always be grateful. I love that. That's fantastic. I love that. Uh, I always want your idols to be idols. Yep. I think that's great. So that's the kind of guy who was, Wrigley Idol. So we have a contest going on here at The Score. It ends today. I want all you people to know, Diamond Air is giving away a $500 gift card to listeners who share some of their best engagement stories. People can register on the website here, odyssey.com backslash 670 the score backslash contests backslash share your engagement stories. Summertime, one of the best seasons in Chicago and a memorable time for engagements. And Diamond Air is unique and they manufacture and retail their stuff in the same location. You could win all that, a $500 gift card. You could spend it on someone special at the Diamond Air in St. Charles. So you need an engagement story. Mike Esposito mm-hmm. and the soon-to-be Stacy Esposito. Uh-huh. What was your, what is your engagement story? What would you enter in this contest? So, I mean, it, it was very nerve-wracking for me. Stacy had no idea at the time that mm-hmm. we were going to that I was going to propose the, that night. But what was funny about it is that, so I picked up her ring the day of. So went to the jewelry store. They ran my credit card, picked up the ring. I have it in my pocket. I pick her up. We're going to Maggiano's out in, by Woodfield there, right in Schaumburg. Mm-hmm. Nice Italian place. We're going out to dinner. It's the end of January, whatever. So it's cold outside. There's snow on the ground, whatever. So I have this ring in my pocket the whole time, and I'm trying to figure out the best way. Do I do it in the restaurant? Do I do it outside? Do I do it in the lobby? Do I do it this over drinks? This is not whatever? the time to think of. I was. This should have been I, planned out I, long ahead of time. I had I had a pseudo plan to do it there in the restaurant, and then you know everyone claps and blah blah blah. Because like I said, she had no idea. That plan was foiled when I tried to pay for dinner with the same credit card I had used to pay for the ring and there was no credit left uh said credit card was declined (laughs) (laughs) now so and and listen and i you know ask her for dinner money no so what happened was i had to go up like of all things to happen like literally at the end of the meal right as i'm trying to to you know build up the old courage to do this Mm -hmm. uh proposal thing I had to walk up to the front desk of Maggiano's to find out what the heck was happening. So we actually had to get my credit card people on the phone 
And the reason my card was declined is because they thought the jewelry store purchase, which was obviously a lot of money, was fraud. Because when does Esposito spend that kind of money? (laughs) (laughs) So they froze the card. They froze the card. So after I get on the the phone with them, like literally at the restaurant, Stacy's sitting in the booth. I'm up front at the front desk. You know, I'm like, she totally has to know something weird is going on here. Awkward. It was extremely awkward. But I did get out, you know, got that sorted out. The credit card company was able to pay for dinner. And to me, I thought like literally, and you know how in your head when you're freaking out and you're nervous about something, whatever, I'm like, this whole thing is blown. She ha- She's totally going to know, blah, 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 blah. She had no idea. She just thought there was some whatever, didn't give it too much thought, was just whatever. But that was uh that was what ended up being my engagement. We we ended I ended up proposing to her in my car after we left the restaurant because like I said, I'm freaking out. I think she knows what's happening, and I'm convinced that my best laid plans are are ruined because of this credit card thing. And as it turns out, she had no idea. But that's my engagement story. And you didn't do it in the restaurant. I did not do it in the restaurant. Oh, by the way, before we go home and I drop you off. No, we were still, we were, well, yeah, it was, it was not my, uh, not my best. I I was freaking (laughs) out, right? So we're, we, we were in the parking lot at Maggiano's and we start talking and I'm, like I said, I'm fumbling around. I got this ring in my pocket, you know. As we just said, more money than I've ever spent in my life on anything, so much so that the credit card company thinks it's fraud. There you go. So she said yes. Obviously, we're here. We're doing all that. Whatever, Indeed. Whatever hair color is. Okay. So you out there in Radio Land, you submit your engagement story to Diamond Air. At, do it on the SCORES website, odyssey.com score, and you'll see the contests. And today's the last day. And... Listeners will be awarded five hundred dollars in in a gift card to go to the Diamond Air in in St. Charles. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will talk with Gabriel Ramirez. We will talk with him because he'll be next on this Cubs Day, Cubs baseball coming up, and the first day of Bears Packer Week. We will see. We will make Gabe. Name every quarterback who plays for the Bears <laughs> during the far Rogers era. No, That's a quiz for you. How about no, that? No, Holy no, no. cow. That's horrible. That's horrible. That opens emotional wounds. It'll never heal. They won't even scab over. Chicago Sports <laughs> Radio 670, the score. Now we're in a transition a little bit. You're listening to Sports Radio 670, the score, WSCR HD Chicago, WBMX HD 2 Chicago, and Odyssey Station, and some kind of yelling and screaming. There's a lot of yelling and screaming on these airwaves. There will be a lot of yelling and screaming and cheering, hopefully. Cubs and Giants, big series starting today at Wrigley, 1245 for Zach's pregame. And then the game, and then post-game, Mark Rohde will be after that from 4.45 to 6. Uh, from 6 to 9, you'll definitely want to check it out. Pat's call to the Hall if you haven't heard it yet, or even if you have. Uh, Pat Hughes is Hall of Fame special uh, done by Chris Tannehill and others here at the station. That's from 6 to 9. And coming up right after us, and now joining us here in the old studio, hey, 
It's Gabe Ramirez. What's Our up, friend. fellas? How are you, Gabe? You guys okay, been sounding good. It's Bears Thank Packer you. Week. Yes. Now name every Bears Pack quarterback since Brett Favre became the Packers starter. Every Bears quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have. I don't know if we have enough time in the this, show. What I said was the three twenty-five kickoff this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a three o'clock show. They're going to need twenty-five minutes to listen <laughs> to list every quarterback. Because you will hear that. Uh, but fortunately, oh, fortunately sure. we just have one right now. How are you guys feeling about Justin Fields going into the season? I'm anxious to see him. <clears throat> Be the first Ohio State quarterback who's good in the NFL. <laughs> Fair enough. Because they have it. I, They're not. Mike, like Mike Tomzak, arguably, is the best Ohio State quarterback. So do you think Bears. that? Yeah, Bears. So do, do, <laughs> yeah. So you were not satisfied with Justin Fields' performance up until this moment? So like last year, you didn't I, think he was he, good? He ran terrific. Okay. Playing quarterback, no. Yeah, fair. No, I don't think I don't think I want to. I want to see what it looks like. I want to see him show me he knows what a receiver looks like, an open <laughs> receiver in the NFL. It's true. He he. If he doesn't lead the league in fumbles, he's among the leaders. He's got to hold on to the ball. And I think that he does have more options. I'm not any different than his coach or, or quarterback coach or his general manager. We want the decision-making process to go quicker. Mm. I think as a runner, as a threat, he's a nightmare for defensive coordinators and defensive linemen. But what the Bears need is a quarterback. Where are you? Do you do you, do you suddenly think he's – is this Peyton Manning? No, no, no. I am – it's so funny, right, because when you get on the airwaves, you cannot say anything other than Justin Fields is going to throw 4,000 right. yards, uh-huh. 30 touchdowns, like going to make the playoffs. If you say anything other than that, then people look at you crazy. So I, I – the over-under right now in most Vegas books is for passing yards for Justin Fields, 2,850. Last year, he threw for 2,200. So I think he'll fall just short of that, 2,800. And, and the funny thing are is, are you Gabe, allowed to be on the air? I know, By your rules, me. are you allowed to say? I'm, I'm saying it during transition so that that way I can get it out the way now. <laughs> if, or that we can get played. <laughs> yeah, 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 but just yeah, think about fault. this. If he doesn't pass 3,000 yards, everyone would think that that's a failure. And I get it. Like, the, the, the books are doing their thing, and they want people to bet the over. The over Certainly. Right? And then think, think about it. 200 yards, if he plays 17 games, and I know injuries, whatever, but 17 times 200 is 3,400. Yeah, That's but, 200 yards a but, game. But, Espo, how many times did he throw for over 200 I yards know, last no, year? No, I know. And that's, Twice. Yeah. To your earlier question, what do I want to see Sunday, right? A, I'm so glad that Rodgers is gone. <laughs> That's over Same. here on the side, right? Wait, wait. wait. But, this is a franchise that lost to Brett Hundley. I, that's so also true. The Aaron Rodgers. No, but what I want to see, honestly, and this is, you know, Bear fan, you know, Mike coming out. I want to see Fields and the, the new offense, the receivers. I want to see them look professional and play well. And I want to see them kick the crap out of Jordan Love. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Can, they, can we see that? We want to we want to show and want to see that Justin Fields is better than Jordan Love. Yes. Without that's, question. That's the other thing, too, right? I mean, for the I mean, 1992 was Brett Favre. We were but young, young, young men <laughs> yes. at this time. We have lived through three decades of dominance yes. by Favre. And they went from Favre to Rogers. It was funny, Danny Parkins. It can't be three in a row, can it? I I hope not, but according to Danny Parkins, I think it's his nephew, he came in the other day and, you know, little kid, 
11 years old or something like that. And these, they're asking him, and they're like, you don't, you don't think Jordan Love's going to be the, the guy, do you? He's like, I know nothing else. Mm-hmm. I know nothing else but quarterback greatness. When they put somebody on their center, he's right. great. So yeah. like in his mind, he's expecting, you know, as an 11-year-old kid, he's expecting Jordan Love to be the third, third coming of <laughs> So we were tr- we never got an answer to this, but it <clears throat> was, it works with Bears. Pet. Why do all the Wisconsin sports ball teams, why are they all better than Chicago? The Brewers are better than the Cubs. Yeah. The Bucks certainly are better than the Bulls. Without question. And they will be for a long time, apparently. Is, 2025 is right around the corner. You know, Bulls could, why? Is could steal. Carnishavis no, and his <laughs> philosophy going to be gone by then? No, no. Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be a free agent. You know, he might be heading south a little bit. He, he has, you know? he's, what oh. did he say? He's not going to resign until he's certain yeah. that the Bucks are that they're going certain. for it, right? Yeah. 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 So that'll be interesting. But, but the answer is. Just a bad time in Chicago sports, you know. It's just the time is down, you know. But we're we're, we're turning the corner. The Bucks haven't always been good. Packers, yeah. Brewers haven't always been good. So you know, but they're the, all better the, than Chicago in the moment. The yes. Packers, though, I mean, think about this. And and I I don't go past uh, you know the late seventies is when I started watching the Bears. But my whole childhood, the Ditka Bears killed the Packers mm. like all the time. And then it was only as 1992, Brett Favre came along, and then it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. But the Bears were way ahead in that season series, and now they, I believe they're behind. Are they not? They're behind. Yeah. I know. I, I remember just, just, like, watching football with my dad and him hating the Magic Man from, uh-huh. from, 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 from Green Bay. That's, that's when it started for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, Don Magic Mikowski right there. And I just remember... I hate his long hair. And I just remember him yelling, you know, yelling a lot. And so when I hear people say Favre, I say, yeah. I said, but man, you know, the magic man right before that, he was causing fits too for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, he was over the line of scrimmage. He was the, over the line the of Bears scrimmage. And the, the Replay would have reversed that. Michael McCaskey red ass. Yeah. Scotch, we're going to put a asterisk in there. <laughs> Media guy. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. They did so he came up because that's what was running down the, the – Bears quarterbacks. How many did you get? Two. No, no, no. But it was running down the five best in each. Like sometimes it run this list. Okay. And we're looking at it was in terms of yards. Was that it? Yards. I, I have I have it, it all. Jay up Cutler. Yeah. And Sid Luckman. Jay Cutler is the Bears' all time passing leader with twenty three thousand and some change yards. With a lot of that coming. In Denver, right? Or is that what he no, threw here in Chicago? No, that's what he threw here. Oh, wow. Bears, yeah. The number two. 23,000 yards? He played here almost 10 years. I think it was nine years. So We didn't like them all. No. But he played here. <laughs> and this, this that's pretty this, impressive this despite is, throwing everything to the Packers. This, <laughs> this list is hilarious. So Cutler, just by basis of being here for nine years during the, the 2000s, has 23,000 yards, right? Sure. Number two. Is Sid Luckman <laughs> yeah. with fourteen thousand six eighty six World War Two? My parents <laughs> were not born when Sid Luckman started playing football in the NFL. Right, right, and we're in an offensive driven dominant league right now, and still no one can come close to the number. Th- throw 4, and number though. three makes me laugh too, only because it's Jim Harbaugh, oh, the current Michigan coach. Okay. 11,567. Jim McMahon is fourth. And Kyle Oh, boy. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> More recent. More recent? Then Kyle oh, Trubisky? Number five is Mitchell Trubisky. And That's then you sad. look at the Packers. 
and it's, it's Favre, Rogers, Bart Starr. Hall of Fame. <laughs> HOF, Hall of Fame. HOF. Wait, how many, did, how many does Brett Favre have? How many yards does he have in his Brett in his Favre team? is 61, 655. Oh Rogers, 59, 055. So they are. Well, that's, that, that's telling right triple. there. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. Almost triple. Like your top two guys are. Wow. That's Bart, sad. Bart Starr threw for more yards than Jay Cutler during the years when they didn't pass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. 847 Texter, if you included the return yardage on Cutler's interceptions, <laughs> he'd be over 30,000 <laughs> yards. Yards after catch. Yak. And Who you, cares? Yeah. So that was an, an sad. deathless quote from Charles Woodson. Just sit back there and Jay will throw it to you. Oh, man. What's going to happen if the if the Bears do lose to the Packers? Is it going to be like how, the sky is how, falling? How? How what? Oh, how do they lose? Yeah, I think that's very important. Okay, let's, they... let's say, let's let me try to really go in my brain and figure out a scenario that seems likely. Oh, he's laboring on Labor Day. It's, it's, it's three and outs for the first half, a 10-3 game. It's disgusting. And then Jordan Love gets hot in the third. They put up 10 points, 13-10. And then Justin Fields. Can't come through in, in the fourth and get put points on the board. We've seen this movie before. That's why that's why it was so vivid in my imagination yeah. right there. I, but even with all these new weapons, he can't come through in the fourth. Got to get the ball. Got to get the ball out, like you said. I needed to hit or the ball. They, hit- ah, they have to get the ball, and I don't know that this defense is going to get it for them. That's true. They looked bad the first couple of preseason games with their A team out there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. That's the reality of it. Here's my my bad dream scenario for Sunday. It's it's a 2019 flashback because you remember coming off of 18, everyone's feeling, feeling great. Good. Aside from the double doink thing that ended the season, you're 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 thinking this is a Super Bowl contending team, and then you come out on the opening Monday Night Football game, and you lose 10 to three. <laughs> yeah. Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack gets a... Because, yeah, not because you gave up a ton of points to Aaron Rodgers, but because you scored yeah. three. He's many. 773 Texter has a scenario for you, Gabe. I love this. Bad sack, dream scenario. Sack, fumble, touchdown, Packers win. <laughs> oh. See, that would be... Now, when you think about that, that's a live scenario. Bears offensive line. Yeah. Especially late in the game, Justin Fields is going to hold the ball because he thinks he can make something happen, which is both good and bad. He fumbles a lot, as much as anybody in the league. And then who else is back there? And the Packers scoop and score. Tristan, oh no, Tristan Ebner's cut. Travis, Travis Homer, <laughs> Travis Homer tries to get the ball. On the Tristan Ebner reference. Oh, there you man. go. It's going to be bad. That's just it. Offenses are supposed to be operating at a higher level at the beginning of the season, so that's where it becomes frustrating if. The possibility is there where Bears do not score points, and they should be, op- yep. you know, they should be functioning at a high level to start the season. What Everyone's I want to see like more than anything, show me lots of Justin Field, DJ Moore, oh, hookups, yeah. tons yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah. I want lots end arounds. I want oh, wide receiver screens. I want slants. I want five yard outs, curls. Even all for DJ Moore. Yeah, sure. <laughs> even yeah. even yeah. the pre- I even, want DJ Moore rushing the passer. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, even hey, hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Can he play three technique? On the opposite know? of Yannick and Gakwe. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Even the screen pass that he that he broke for a touchdown, I know, is a meaningless preseason game. That was awesome. That was exciting. It's that like, was come on, so exciting. It to was watch. so exciting. And I know it's preseason and doesn't matter. So I don't know that we'll get an answer to it. Okay, but I would love to know what Robert Tunyon would tell Bears coaches, offense and defense. They've the Bears regularly. They've done this before, yeah. like when they signed. Hunter Hillenmeyer? Yeah. I think it was 
Precisely because, well, we can't beat the Packers. Maybe he knows. <laughs> what are they doing to us? Well, and Robert Tunyon would be the same. What do you wait? How do you know you're always going to get these yards? Well, yeah. I mean, beyond maybe it is only Aaron Rodgers knew he owns you guys. That's it. He told you that. That's what I would think it'd be. Right. But what else does he know? And what his biggest role in this game, his biggest contribution might be all week and have nothing to do on Sunday. But I always liked him. And maybe I always liked him because. Rodgers found him because the Bears never could find a tight end. They can't cover a tight end. How many tight ends did they make look like all pros? Jake Reed, right? And yeah. and and whoever the guy was in Washington. Aaron Rodgers brought back Mercedes Lewis, had him looking good again. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's what he does. Now right? the Bears are trying that. Now the yeah. Bears are going to see what they can do. So I, I would love to see Robert Tunyon look like that guy. That means Justin Fields is going to have to look like that guy. Yeah. But I wonder what information he has. We'll get him in the building and we'll get his football information. <laughs> That's as, right. As they, <laughs> as what do said. we do poorly? What have you guys been highlighting? Right, before, we, before we go, I want to share this with everybody on the Gabe Ramirez show. Love that. Before sh- Chicago takes on Green Bay in the season opener that Sunday, 9 to noon, PNC Bank pregame show presented by your local Ford dealers, and Fox Valley Coins, Mully, Olin Cruz, and Patrick Manley will get you set for week one, that showdown, that Bears-Packers showdown. Then immediately following the game, we will have the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew, Mully, Olin Cruz, Patrick Manley will have instant reaction to the season opener. All of it can be heard on 670 The Score and the free Odyssey app. Dang it, we are your Bears Station. So, what do you got planned today? Bears, Cubs. live and local. Just continuing on. I got uh, Sahada Sharma joining me at ten twenty. Say hi to Sahada. I will. I got Steve Stone hanging out at eleven. And then, speaking of the Packers, Sparky Pfeiffer joining me in the twelve o'clock Sparky. hour to talk a little Green Bay be Packers. A radio guy. <laughs> yeah, we're a radio guy. His, like his Twitter name is like Sparky Radio or something. Yeah, Sparky. <laughs> yeah I was going to go with Rabbi Ribeye, but I, ah. I don't think it's going to be a. One of your listeners uh, reached out to me and said I needed a nickname when I took over for your show one day, and they gave me LL Cool Gabe. Hey, I like that. I, like I loved it. They're getting into the spirit of it. <laughs> I loved it. Yes. All right, now be cool. Thanks for listening. Steve Rosenblum, Mike Esposito. We were in for Mullion Hot. Gabe Ramirez is next on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. T Mobile.com.